Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast, where we take God's Word and look at how we can utilize, practically apply it, and implement it into our lives. Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast. My name is Ken Valadier, and I am the pastor here at Encounter Community Church. And I just wanted to say thanks to those of you who are listening and allowing us to be a part of your journey, whether you are driving in the car, running, exercising, or just sitting down for a quiet moment, listening, which I guess if it's me, it's probably not too quiet of a moment. So so I really do appreciate you allowing us to be a part of your journey. And again, the goal of this podcast really is to be a place where you could come and think about life, be encouraged and uplifted, and also maybe even have an opportunity to reflect on what it is that you think about God and who he is and his role in your life and hopefully begin to see him as even a greater possibility in your life as well as you learn how to fall more and more in love with him. Well, we're in the middle of a series that we've been doing called Becoming. And really the goal of this series is for us to have this opportunity to look at ourselves and get to a place where we are learning to love God more, where we are learning to love others more, and also learning how to love ourselves more. And in the process of doing so, that we begin to see ourselves moving forward, to go through that place where now we are becoming what it is that God has created us to be, but more so now we're beginning to leave a legacy where we're influencing and impacting the lives of others. So one of the things that I've wanted to do on this podcast, and I missed doing over this last year because we had this little thing that we kind of went through called COVID, (laughs) you know, and and so that kind of hindered people being able to get together and gather and that kind of thing. And it also hindered me from being able to do podcasts where I have a special guest. Well, COVID is over, y'all, for the most part. And I do have a special guest today. She's been on a podcast before. And as soon as you hear her laugh, you'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that laugh. Because it is unmistakably undeniable. You'll know exactly who she is by her laugh. And she's someone we always tease her because she's small in stature, but tremendous in volume. Well, laugh, laugh. Maybe, I, I, I guess I just called her loud, didn't I? Sorry about that, Ariel. <laughs> I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but our special guest today is Ariel Mariano. She is our worship leader at Encounter. So thanks for coming, Ariel. You're welcome. You know, so glad to have you here um, with me today. And many of you who have listened to this podcast before, you know that one of my favorite places to record is in my backyard. I don't know. There's just something about the vibe that I have from there. And it just gives me that ability to flow and feel fresh. And maybe it's just the breeze. Maybe it's the wind chime in the background. I don't know what it is, but I just love being out here. And Ariel, welcome to my backyard. (laughs) 
Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> Hopefully it will inspire you the way that it has inspired me. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah. I'm sweating, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal is we're talking about this journey of becoming. And I feel like Ariel is kind of in that place in our own life where you're on this on this journey in a sense of of looking at yourself as a woman and the direction of your life as a woman. And I'll tell you, like it's been it's been really great because you've been on our staff now for what? Three years. Three years? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that goes by I'm fast. A over, yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's crazy. And and I will tell you, like in, in three years, I have seen a growth in you that is pretty incredible like it's fun being on the sidelines watching the work that god is doing in you watching your progression watching your challenges and how you face those watching how you are trying to figure out the dynamic of your life and where it's going your music and what you're going to do with that and relationships and i mean the whole gambit and and so it's been amazing to see what god has been doing in you and, and I'll tell you that one of the things that I see in you is like this growing confidence as a woman of God and as just as a woman period but as a woman of God also that there's this growing confidence that is happening uh, and so I think if if there's anyone that could sum up like this process of becoming and again I think you would say I haven't arrived yet like yeah, yeah. <laughs> not quite there not quite there yet and, and none of us are none of us are and none of us have yeah. And if you have, I wouldn't have you on this podcast because, well, I'll just leave it at that. Because <laughs> <laughs> odds are, well, here's the truth is people don't relate to people who have arrived. And usually yeah. when you think you've arrived, you really only arrived in your own mind. True. None of us have really gotten to, there, there's something about the humility of, of enjoying the journey. Yeah. So I kind of digressed on my own little path there. So sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but you guys are used to that. But with that, I just wanted to, one of the reasons why I wanted Ariel on the podcast today is because you just had something really incredible happen in your life. Do you want to share with everyone about what's happened? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just released my first ever EP, which stands for Extended Play. So essentially, it's shorter than an album. It's like six or six songs or less. So yeah, I pretty much just put that out for the world <laughs> to listen to. Um, and it's just been songs that I like a song that I had wrote like ten years ago, and just the progression as time had gone by, just songs that I continued to write, and what's been on my heart as far as like my relationship with God, my relationship like in intimate relationships like friendships things like that so i pretty much released my diary <laughs> out and it's it's pretty exciting i just finished a music video and finalizing the edit for that and that's going to be released in a couple weeks too so just kind of letting people see me and also just the the whole point and hope for it was like in me doing music in, at this capacity, like I knew when things got really, really, really hard that instead of, you know, 
sinking into like the sadness or the depth of my emotion, but allowing myself to filter that into a way that's healthy and beneficial for my growth and how God or a higher power created me to be. And just honoring that and cultivating that within inside myself because I mean, if you know, we just live life without a purpose, like then what's the purpose? Mm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's just something that I did that I'm just going to continue doing because it's not about, you know, it's not about being famous. It's about just helping others. And if I can help others with music the way that music has always helped me get through really rough times, I want to do that. That's great. <laughs> so. Awesome. And so one of the things that I thought was really cool that I, I would love for you to share with everyone uh, is just the title of your EP and how you came about the title because it's it's a fun story that, that I really enjoy. So so can you share yeah. with everyone how you came up with the title and what the title of your EP is? Um, so the title of my EP is called The Hymn, and it's actually really funny because I, like, a little before I decided this was what it was going to be, I found out that her stands for having everything revealed. And I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. After that, I went on a trip to, like, isolate myself and just, you know, be alone and you know, I had the thought of maybe I'll create music and if I don't, then whatever, it's fine. I'm just stepping away and taking a breath of fresh air by myself and enjoying my own company, enjoying my company with God. And, um, and, and real quickly, just for those of you who are listening, who are thinking, her, having everything revealed, that, that sounds really cool. Just to let you know, there's actually a female artist yeah. called yes. her. <laughs> and that's, that's what she named herself as an artist. And I do. I love her music as well. She's great. She's she's incredible. She's she, for the, now for those of you if you're listening for Christian music, if you're looking for Christian music, she's not a Christian artist. Although she's she great. has released a worship song. She has, yeah. Which is really it's, it's really, really a great song. But she has a different target audience in yeah. that way. Yeah. But I, I just love her music. So she's just so phenomenal, and yeah. and it seems like her career's really taken off. Oh, 100%. Right now. Yeah, really she's cool. brilliant. Yes, but, but go ahead with your, your story. I just wanted to make sure people who are yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, no, that's kinda, good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I went on this trip to isolate myself, and then I ended up writing a song that first night that I got in, and for whatever reason, it's definitely God, it has to be, because in my head, I'm like, Hmm, all of these songs are about him. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to just say him. And then I'm thinking in the terms of how in, how funny would it be if it's like, oh, the him, because it's like, you know, like a hymnal book and it's like my story and kind of comes from an older place. But then I broke it out and was like, oh, but what is it really? It's the hurt inside me. And I was like, oh, this is it. Nice. <laughs> this is what's happening. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't take any credit for that because that I honestly have no idea. Like even up until now, like people ask, how did you come? I'm like, I don't know how I, I didn't come up with that. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't have come up with that by myself. I'm not, I'm smart. I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I just love that. The hurt inside me. Mm -hmm. So now, for those of you who are listening, and just to let you know uh, what we because you're it's on Spotify. It's on Spotify, Apple so, Music. I yes. Think, yeah. So what we'll do is we will provide the links for you uh, for those of you who want to go and listen to her music. And I would encourage you as well. Don't just listen to it on Spotify. If you can, go to Apple Music and actually pay for a song or two. 
a four or six. Uh, <laughs> six. <laughs> so and she had no idea that I was going to say this. No. But it's, it's just a way to help her out as an artist. And let me tell you, she's not on this show to to promote on this show. Sorry. She's not on this podcast, <laughs> I should say. She wasn't on this podcast to say, hey, I'm going to use this as a way to be able to raise money for myself. That wasn't the goal of it. So she had no idea that I was going to say that. So I just want to give you guys a heads up for that. But but I just think it's good for us to support young artists. Uh, and so if, if you could do that for her, that would be huge. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Okay, let me tell you this. I have never been in a moment where Ariel is speechless. <laughs> never. Never. So this kind of this this is one of those moments where, you know, ten years from now we'll say, remember back at that time when we were recording the podcast and you were speechless? Cause that's how, you know, that's how incredible of a moment this is. <laughs> but like I said, I think it just caught off guard. Yeah, totally. I mean I'm I'm not one to be like, oh, listen to my stuff. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not shy, but I can be shy, and especially with things that like that are very close to my heart. And I'm just like, oh yeah, you want to listen to it or no? And it's okay. You don't have to listen to it. I just don't want to be around if you do listen to it because I'm sitting <laughs> down and listen to myself. But like, I that's something that I'm still working on, along with you know growing. And I'm never gonna hit perfection, but that's something that I've realized about myself, especially with coming out with music, is like. Hey, just just say thank you and just mm. don't be so shy and run away or when my work plays like would play my songs on the loudspeaker, wow. I would literally run to the bathroom and be like, I don't wanna listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna hear it. <laughs> and everybody'd be like, Where is she? And I'm like, uh, is it over? <laughs> Why'd you go? Because I'm shy. And they're all like, No, you're not and I'm like, I'm right now I'm not, but mm. I am. <laughs> That's so funny. But it's it's a growing process, and it's yeah. Thank you. I'm so honored. I'm having a cry inside. <laughs> well, we love you. We love you, little sis. We love you. We love you. So, as you could tell, just from the title, the hurt inside me. That she's going. She's going to delve into some things that she's been processing and working through in her life in music. And so really, you're kind of putting your soul out there. And, and I understand in some ways why you do hide because, I mean, you are saying, hey, this is like the inner parts of me. This are, these are my thoughts. These are the things that I have really wrestled with. Mm. And for some people, like this may be the stuff that you judge me for. <laughs> so so you've really taken some risk in writing it yeah so so with with that in mind i i just wanted to to ask you because here's the thing i i, I know that some people are going to ask this because you go to church you are a worship leader and so most people would think worship leader at church and you do and you just let people know you have written songs about Jesus. Yes. That very clearly have Jesus's name in them. <laughs> However, when someone goes to pick up your EP and they listen to it, they don't work, they don't hear the words Jesus or God anywhere on it. Nope. 
<laughs> so, 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 so to that to that person who may be wondering, well, well, why didn't she? Can can you share a little bit of, of why you decided to take it in the direction that you did? So I intentionally took it in that direction because <clears throat> so. The song, the last song on my EP is called Tiny Cabin, and that song is actually about my experience with God. Um, and originally, the way that I wrote it was projected as it would be obvious that it's about God. Um, but as time went on and um, my producer and I just worked at all the songs and worked at it, I it just it came to mind that most of the people in this world are like, you know, broken. And from a younger age, I've always just like kind of observed the people like, you know, not saying that everybody's like that believers are like this, but we sometimes have an unintentional, unintentional just like thing about shoving God and Jesus down people's throats. Mm. When, <laughs> and when you do that, like, as a human, our natural thing is when something's being forced upon us, we reject it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be categorized as just like a Christian artist or um, just like that, just to be put in a bubble like all the other artists that tried to, you know, be relatable to everybody else, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yes, I'm a believer. Yes, that is my foundation. The way that I lived my life is based upon him. I'm not a perfect person and I have mistakes and I mess up. And I wanted to show people like that real side of me outside of what my belief is that, hey, you can still come talk to me about or I can talk to you about my experiences that I've had outside, like with God on the inside, but outside of just being all, I guess, Christianese or churchy, so to speak, because I don't want, like, I don't want to just talk to just Christians. I, like, my friends are a variety of people that believe in multiple different things. And, like, if we want to live like Jesus and walk like him, well, we have to keep in mind that Jesus hung out with a bunch of sinners. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. hung out with, yeah. like, the most messed up of people. He didn't choose to hang out with the right people. He chose to hang out with the people that were broken yeah. to be able to bring that light and I want to bring that light in the darkest of places I know that's like what I'm called to do and so I'm not scared to step into a place and be like and have that conversation when necessary with someone when they're like hey you're a believer but why do you say why do you say this in your songs or why do you like why is it like this why don't you mention God why don't you categorize yourself as a Christian artist well because I'm you know I'm not I'm a believer that's my foundation mm -hmm. but my audience isn't believers it's the non-believers that have been heartbroken and have been in that spiraling depression that have gone through those toxic relationships and i mean even as a christian like we have a tendency to put ourselves in those positions too so like we're not yeah. above anybody else yeah. you know yeah. we just have a different way of like seeing and believing in things and i just have a faith and hope and like that's what god created me to do is just so simply that i talk too much no 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 that's <laughs> great it's great it's it's interesting as as you as you're talking. You you said this one word a few times, and and that word is conversation. And and the truth is, like when I sat down and I listened to your EP, I kind of felt like you were in the room. And that you were having a conversation with me. Was that kind of the goal of, of what it what you wanted it to be, or what it is that you wanted to create? Yeah, I wanted it to be like a conversation with someone about 
the deepness and experiential things of like, hey, you may not want to, because I wrote those songs, whether I was in the midst of like a really hard time or after something had just happened. And even though it was painful to revisit those by having to produce it and go through all of it again and reading my lyrics again, it was just like, but it's necessary because it shows growth and it allows me to realize that like, hey, you are growing because you're you're now in a place where you're looking at this, you're going through this, and you could still feel it because that, that feeling doesn't go away. Now you're stronger from it. Mm. And there's strength in using your weakness as something to help you to be a better person and accelerate onto a different, like, higher level of thinking, higher level of being, um, to just be the best that you can be, ultimately, the golden rule. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one of the things i also noticed and again i'm honestly in many ways i was blown away by some of your lyrics and and i think the reason why is because some of them are really raw especially when you talk about heartache i mean you are very candid in sharing your soul and at one point like your heart like you were broken I mean, and there's no doubt about what it was that you were going through in that moment as, you, as you're sharing this. So I guess the question that I wanted to ask is, how did you work through that heartache as you were trying to write the song, deal with the heartache and move forward? Because you were very, I mean, it's very candid. I, I love what you said that... In, in some ways, what you were doing is, hey, I'm healing, which is good, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep looking at this wound. But, but you kind of have to do that, right? Don't we yeah. do that? Like we, have, we put the Band-Aid on, mm-hmm. and you don't just leave the Band-Aid on. You peel the Band-Aid off to see if it's, you, to see if it's healed, right? Yeah, yeah. And then what you do is you get a new Band-Aid. Hopefully, you don't put the old one back on because <laughs> uh, that's just gross. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but but you put the new Band-Aid on. You leave that off for a while. And this is, I mean, so I, I kind of get the feeling that that's kind of what was happening in this process. But but what was, I, I guess, what was the process of your healing and working through this heartache? Oh, man. It's been years and years and years. Like, there were there were some circumstances that I, I could just bounce back quickly and mm. would be right back on my feet. But then I would realize you're not actually bouncing back quickly. You're using other things to filter your emotion because you're not actually wanting to face it. And then I'm realizing, okay, now this is taking longer because I'm not actually facing it. You, <laughs> I am I'm, just... Did you hear what she just said? <laughs> I mean, that is so honest and so real because I'll have to admit, I've been guilty of that too, where I feel better, but I feel better not because I am better. I feel better because I've avoided well. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being real. You're welcome. That's all I can be. That threw me off. This whole <laughs> podcast is you throwing me off. <laughs> what was the question? Heartache. Working through heartache. Moving oh, forward. How did I get through it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you work through, through it? Through that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as much as. I wanted to expedite the process because I have a tendency to want to just move really quick and get it done with and grow really fast. That's not how humans work. That's not how life works. Yeah. That's not how growth works. It's not how God works. It's sometimes. not how God works. Yeah. So 
I've just come to a place and have accepted that however long it's going to take and whatever I'm feeling in those moments and in my mood swings, I embrace it. And so as hard as that is sometimes, especially when I'm like out and like I'm having a conversation with a good friend and then I just like I can feel my eyes starting to swell and like I feel like I'm going to throw up but I'm about to cry and I don't like showing that to people Mm. because I it's you know the walls and the roots that I've created for myself as I've gotten older and I just realize that if I don't embrace it in that moment then I'm just wait I'm gonna wait for it to come out like even crazier next time and then I'll be weeping like a loser I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Jesus wept y'all yeah yeah amen amen wept so um just really learning to embrace where I'm at in those moments and time periods because if you don't then you're just you're just putting it on the shelf for it to fall off later and mm. then then you can't control it and you don't want you don't want to lose control I mean you know we low-key have a, a sense of control in our lives like as individuals or as people businesses whatever that's our emotions and our feelings are the one thing that we should I, I feel we shouldn't fight you know we should just allow ourselves to be where we are at in order to breathe again mm. breathe a different type of air breathe because you're growing you know you're yeah. accelerating and yeah. just accept that <laughs> here's the other thing that i love on one hand on your ep you talk about heartache and brokenness and it's very clear that you're talking about a previous relationship and how you had to work through that but then also on another song on your ep you talk about being willing to wait and wait for mr right because I, I know so many people that struggle with that and, and it's hard because there is that part of you that longs so much because that's how we were created mm. when we were created god said it is not good for man to be alone and so what he did was he he gave us someone to be with so that's just a natural inclination of our heart mm-hmm. however it's a tough inclination to wait for you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough to wait like mr right now is preferable compared to mr right later yeah. and when i say mr right now i'm not just talking about mr i'm focusing not on the now but on the right yeah you know but but with that, I know that there's so many people who are single who struggle with that process of especially as you get older. Who's str- not saying that you're old. Wow. I mean she's not fifty. Threw me under yeah. the bus. <laughs> 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 Threw me under the bus. So uh, I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> but but you know, as, especially as you feel like more and more times how about we'll put it that way. You feel like more and more time <laughs> is going by and you long to be with someone. Yeah. So so I guess for that person who's listening that has heard you go on that journey, where now you're at a point where you're saying, hey, Mr. Wright, whoever you are, I'm, I'm willing to wait until God brings you across my path. What would you say to that person who's single, who's listening right now to encourage them? It really depends on where you're at in life and what you want. I had a, a conversation with one of my best friends, like coworkers. We were just talking about boys and I asked her, I was like, so, but what do you want though? That's, you know, you don't have to answer that to me right now. You have to figure that out on your own. If you just want company right now, or if 
you know, because you're scared of being alone or you have to come to the conclusion of like, what really is it? Because, yeah, we long to be with someone, but it's like the song Mr. Right, Mr. All Right. Like, mm. I am just gotten, especially now, just to a point where I'm like, I don't want to date just to date someone because I'm lonely because I've done that. And I've put myself in positions where I'm hurting myself more and making myself go backwards a lot more by allowing myself to tolerate, you know, red flags for me and mm. lowering my standard. That's lowering everything that I went through um, that grew me into the woman that I am today. So, like, instead of just jumping into the next thing, I'm willing to continue working on myself, doing what I need to do. And when the time is deemed right by by god by you know holy spirit by a higher power it's gonna happen and mm. i know for myself right now i'm i don't want to meet my mr right how i am because i'm not miss right <laughs> i'm all messed up but it's <laughs> it's gonna be how it's supposed to be 100 percent. but just the single woman out there even the single men don't lower your standard to be with someone that isn't where you're at or more so. You know, you want to surround yourself with energy and good people and just a good vibration to be able to level up the way that we are supposed to as humans. Like, we're not created to be stagnant. We're created to long and we desire so much more because we are so much more. Mm. And it, mm. when we start to see that we are, We'll stop allowing people to step on us or stop allowing ourselves to be in toxic relationships just because we're lonely. Like, if I'm being totally honest, it was probably a month ago that I was in a toxic back and forth thing that I knew as much as I was so just enamored by this man, I knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere because mm -hmm. we were not on the same page with a lot of things and the things that were my core foundational beliefs and the way that I live my life that was dismissed by him and like I allowed myself to dismiss it too because I'm like oh whatever like, yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna be open and accepting no like we we are created individually and the way that we are for a reason and our person is out there it's like don't focus so much on the waiting period but focus more on the internal of what's happening within you. Are you the person that you want to be when you meet your person? Here's the thing that you want to be careful of. What if you meet this person and you get involved in a relationship because you desperately want one? And the result of that is you're in a relationship where you compromise some of your standards, some of your goals, and like you were saying, that you ignore the red flags. But what if, while you're wasting time with that person, Mr. Right passes through? Exactly. Or Mrs. Right. Yeah. You miss out. Yeah. So, so sometimes it's better to wait. As hard as that is. See, it's, you know what I found? It's, it's easy to say wait when you're married. <laughs> you, just, you just need to wait it's easier to say wait when you have children y'all just need to wait it's easy to say wait when you have money it's e you know what i mean it's easy yeah. to say wait when you're on the other side of the struggle yeah but here's the thing that 
we have to, I guess, be careful about. If there is substance behind the reason why you're telling someone the way, like let's say, for example, if I tell someone the way because, look, I went through my time. I went through that period where I desired to be with someone. And I'm telling you, there were nights where I was really lonely. And there were moments where I really wanted to compromise. And there were people that would become a, that would come across my path. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy with the cute eyes that would come across <laughs> my path. And, and it would be so easy for me to jump into a relationship with that guy because it, it seems, and it, it, it seems what I, like what it is that I want, but I know really that it isn't. Yeah. But I was able to hold out. Yeah. And in the process of doing so, I feel like, and I love what you said, that you're looking at it as God preparing you and you allowing yourself to be able to grow. Because I think sometimes that's what people do is they get involved in relationships because really what they're trying to do is avoid facing themselves. Yeah. But the problem is that's not the way relationships work. No, it's hard work. And what it does is relationship, if you need work, your relationship will reveal it. Now, the question is, what kind of work will it reveal? Will it reveal the kind of work where, hey, hey, there's some polishing that I need to do, but I've chiseled off the hard stuff? Or am am I just starting over with a brand new clay mold? And now I have to go through all of that and I'm in a relationship too? Mm. So I have to deal with the brokenness of the person that I'm with and my own brokenness as well. I get why people would want to compromise. And and I'm really hoping, and, and honestly, you know, Ariel and I, we kind of pre-had a conversation. Is that a, is that, I just, that's horrible English. I, I apologize. Okay. English is the hardest language. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, how, we had a conversation previously where we just kind of ran through some things and just chit-chatting about what we will talk about today. And I asked her about Mr. Wright. And when I heard her response, I thought, you know what, there are so many people who are single that need to hear this. And maybe it's good for them to hear from someone else who is single that is going through the journey so that it can be encouraged. Like, man, if if, if Errol can wait, then I, I, I guess I can wait, too. I mean, I'm going to be 30 next year, you guys, so... <laughs> I know I got my mom beat on that. She was like 23, 24 when she had me. So Mm. when I turned 23, 24, she's like, you beat me. And I'm like, great. (laughs) That wasn't a race I wanted to run. (laughs) I didn't want to run that race. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Love you, mom. JK. (laughs) (laughs) So as you think about your EP, because we're getting ready to wrap up soon. Mm -hmm. If someone were to listen to your EP and they were to walk away with the thought, like what would that thought be that you would love for them to walk away from your EP with? That there's hope. There's hope in the darkest of places, and there's always going to be a light that shines in those really dark places. But yeah, just don't allow yourself to be consumed by it. Just keep going. 
Hmm. It's gonna be okay. It's hard, but it's gonna be okay. I, I love that. And I already know, I already know. Some of y'all got uncomfortable with the pause, didn't you? <laughs> I know you did. Like, oh my gosh, what is what is she gonna say? It's like, I know she's she's processing. She's gonna say, what is she gonna say? <laughs> that's that's why they call them pregnant pauses. Because something really and I really do hope saying that word, I really do hope that you have been encouraged by today. Because I think that that's the thing that really allows us to continue to push forward in spite of what we face. Isn't that the definition of faith? Is that I, I look at the challenges that I'm going through and God, I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I know that you are good. I read something this morning, and I'm just going to share that with you guys real quickly. And it was it, it was really powerful, and and I and I had no idea that it would relate to this moment, but it, it really does. And the story is there's these two guys named Paul and Silas, and there's this one passage where Paul says this. He says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I say rejoice. And a scripture says this. It says, while Paul and Silas were in prison and they had been they had been beaten, while they were in prison, they began to worship. They didn't worship when the doors opened. They didn't worship when the chains were taken off. They didn't worship when it was when it looked like they were going to get out of prison. They worshiped when they were beaten, bloodied, handcuffed, and the doors were closed and they worshiped. And it says all of a sudden there was an earthquake and the chains fell off and the doors opened. And then the jailer thought everyone had escaped. So the jailer was gonna take his own life. And Paul and Silas who could have left yelled out, don't kill yourself, we're still here. And so the jailer comes in and begins to talk to Paul and Silas. And he asked him, who is this God that you guys worship? Because he had just seen something really powerful and chains falling off, doors being flung wide open. And that jailer and his household became believers that day. But here's the thing that was really powerful. They didn't worship when the doors had opened they worship while they were closed. So the idea behind rejoicing in the Lord always is, can I rejoice in the middle of my brokenness? Can I rejoice when my heart is broken? Now, and it's important to understand that when they were rejoicing, they weren't rejoicing like, Lord, I praise you that I'm locked in, locked in, locked in. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't the praise. So what I mean, they weren't praising for their situation, they were praying. They were praising that God. No matter. Sorry about that. I just realized what I sounded like. You know, <laughs> pitchy and all over the place. Sorry about that, Ariel. That's Next okay. time I'll, I'll wait to sing when you're not here. That just way I can be better. just. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, you threw me off on that one. That was a good one. Touche, touche. Uh, but they were able to praise because God is still good 
being in jail doesn't make God not good. And that's the lesson that's really hard for us to learn because many of us have walked away from God because we felt like our situation determined and dictated the goodness of God. And that if things didn't work out, then God, you're no longer good. You didn't work out for me, so I'm out. I'm out. So I, I really do hope that with that, sorry I went off on this entire tangent, but I just felt like it really spoke to what it is that we were looking at when it comes to this whole idea of hope. And hope is powerful. And Ariel, that's one of the one of the reasons why I love having you on staff. One of the reasons why I love having you lead worship at our church is one of the things that is so contagious about you is your outlook and the way that you can lift a room because of your personality that you bring in. And not only that, you are walking hope. You really are. And so I'm so honored to have you on our staff. She's about to cry again, Please y'all. Please stop this is making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say I was loud. Thank you for being loud at our church. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will tell you, though, she is the person you want in a room when you tell a joke. Because if she laughs, the whole room, they're in. They're going to laugh, too. Just Maybe they, they won't laugh at my jokes. They'll just laugh at her laugh. <laughs> my jokes are not so great. Her laugh is awesome. But um, you're welcome. <laughs> but thank you, thank you. But Errol, thank you so much for coming and spending time uh, with me today, and for being willing to give those who are listening some insight into your soul and who you are. So, like I said, you guys, Ariel Mariano. We will also make it a point to have the link on our website, our you know, on the podcast where you can go and you can listen to it on Spotify. But I also want to encourage you. Support the girl. Go to Apple Podcasts. I keep saying Apple Podcasts. (laughs) I'm so used to saying that. So with that in mind, for those of you who love podcasts, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. So if you're listening to this on our website, you can subscribe and follow us there. So that's how we'll, we'll connect it that way. But go ahead and go over, listen to her EP, and let's support her because she really is a blessing to all of us and for sure this will not be the last time that she is on our podcast nope as well it will she will it will not it will not but Ariel, thank you so much thank you for just being a part of this afternoon and for sharing your story with us and again just to remind you that encounter is about three things love up let's fall madly and passionately in love with god love god just more today than you did yesterday and then love out Let's look at ways that we can leave a legacy, whether you're recording an EP and, and hoping to have conversations as a result of the EP, or whether it's you just in your neighborhood, going next door, talking to your neighbor, someone moves next door to you and you take them cookies. But whatever it is that allows you to be able to begin to connect with your neighborhood coworkers, let's love out, let's love and serve others and love in. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. I hope it really stood out to you. The kind of love that Ariel has for herself and not being willing to compromise to just being in a relationship with anyone. And the reason why she has a kind of love for herself 
is because she's growing more and more in her understanding of the love that Jesus Christ has for her. So that's the beauty. Love yourself because he loves you. Well, take care. God bless you. And we'll see you once again next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Encounter Community Church podcast. If you could do us a favor, whatever service it is that you're listening to this podcast on, please rate and review us. If there's anything that we can do better, please let us know. But by rating and review, it also make our podcast easier for others to be able to find. If you would like to support us at Encounter financially with what it is that we're doing to make a difference in our community, whether it's the mobile food bank, whether it's serving at North High School, or making a difference, again, in our community, feel free to head over to our website, encountercommunity.church. Click the link that says online giving. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way, when we post new live streams or new vlogs, you'll be updated. As well as, please head over to Facebook and like our page. That way, when we post new podcasts, again, new vlogs, new live streams, or have church events, you'll be updated and know what's going on here at Encounter. As we said before, thank you so much. We're so glad to have you with us, and we look forward to you being a part of the podcast next week.